Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ 7.43 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on Tuesday, the 7th of December. Great text messages coming through on the text line regarding the cricket, reacting to Baz's uh, little initial thoughts on both test matches. Missed opportunity, and well, we just got absolutely annihilated in the second test, and then Cliff from Dunedin gave us his call and just said, yeah, really missed opportunities, and we let the foot off the throat in the first innings when Ashwin came in, and well, we just didn't reply the pressure that was needed to get them out earlier, and probably said a wee 150 runs maybe in that final day, which would have been a whole lot better to achieve. Anyway, now it's time to talk some Formula One. Formula One title race hit all new extremes of intensity yesterday morning with the penultimate race of the season ending in a controversial Hamilton victory. And Hamilton has now got past Verstappen. Lap 43 of this race, Hamilton now leads from Max Verstappen. It's Hamilton and Mercedes on top. It's Hamilton and Verstappen finishing 1-2 and sharing the top two places for the 13th time this season. Ooh, the race win has put him on equal points with Max Verstappen and making this weekend's race in Abu Dhabi a one-race shootout for the title glory. Chris, Chris Medlin is a leading Formula One journalist and broadcaster. He's currently in Saudi Arabia preparing to travel to Abu Dhabi. G'day, Chris. Morning, guys. How you doing? Oh, we're doing well, mate. We're doing well. How chaotic is this Formula One, mate? This is what dreams are made of. Heading to the final round, Max, uh, both both drivers on the same points heading into this, mate. What a, what a season. It's been incredible. I mean, you can't script it. We've had that happen once in F1 history where two drivers have been level on points going to the last race. And this is the longest season ever. So we've had 21 races so far and they haven't managed to separate them. So um, they're level to the actual half a point because we had like a, a shortened race earlier <laughs> in the season. Uh, it's just incredible. And every time you think you know what's going to happen, you kind of think you've worked out who's got the momentum or who looks like the favourite. Something totally different happens the next week. And it's made us all look stupid kind of working in the sport as pundits and uh, <laughs> journalists because every time we predict something, we're totally wrong. But uh, it's just been sensational. And the amount of times that Hamilton and Verstappen have gone like wheel to wheel, raced each other, had incidents, oh. has been huge. Uh, mm. Even in the past, normally it'd be one driver dominates and then the other dominates a week later and, and they don't actually race each other that much. But this year they've been together on track so many times. It's been incredible. Tell us about this last race. There was so much controversy, you think. Was it controversial? Do you think the, the ruler, the, the refs and, and the rulers were, were kind of leaning towards Lewis Hamilton? Or do you think it was uh, you know, the right decision in the end, allowing him when Max Verstappen was ahead? And then the way Max Verstappen actually put on his brakes and made them come together again. Talk to us about that relationship. Is it a love-hate or they just absolutely hate each other? <laughs> it's probably close to absolutely hate each other um, but it's because they're fighting for the biggest prize in their sport and you've got one guy coming towards mm. the end of his career kind of 
uh, creating a legacy, potentially going to win a world record, eighth championship. No one's done that in F1 before. Mm. And then you've got Max, the young gun, trying to get his first title. So they're, they're very different points. And it's basically um, kind of the leader being knocked off his perch in many ways. But yeah, the way it, it went yesterday, it was uh, some pretty borderline stuff, mainly from Verstappen at times, but where the rules have kind of allowed him to do stuff, he kept doing it. And this time mm. he got penalised, which annoyed him. And I'd say fairly annoyed him because he was just doing what he's done before. And, and normally has been allowed to. Uh, but then, yeah, we had this weird break test situation where they were both playing a bit of cat and mouse about the timing that Verstappen was going to let Hamilton go past because he'd been told to let him go past. And uh, it meant that they ended up running into each other. And Verstappen was, in that case, rightly penalised because he hit his brakes on a straight. And you can't do that. Uh, it, it wasn't the world's biggest crash, but it's um, that's what they call it, erratic driving. And you just can't get away with doing something like that. You could cause a huge, huge accident. So... Uh, yeah, if anything, it, it, Max may be a little bit lucky that with all the outcomes and the penalties he did get, he still finished second, which is exactly where he finished on the road. So it didn't cost him any points in the end uh, and just meant we are perfectly set up for them to go at it in Abu Dhabi where Max could afford to be aggressive because if, if they both fail to finish, Max wins the title because he's won more races. So that's, again, why he could be aggressive yesterday. And, and we'll see that again, I think, next weekend. So, um, yeah, there should be more fireworks. Oof. Uh, Chris, I've actually just got back from Abu Dhabi as well. What a great spot. I've been to the Formula One in Abu Dhabi before and did not see a car, but what an event it is. Tell us a little bit about the uh, about the racetrack there at Abu Dhabi. Has it got any quirks or is it does it sort of play pretty pretty standard? Well, we're going to come back to why you didn't see a single car in a sec. But um, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the track's changed actually. It's, uh, it's a different layout this year. They've remodeled it, so they've kind of made it a bit faster tried to create more overtaking opportunities, they say, but I actually think they've taken some away. So it's going to be a new test for everyone, which is another curveball. We can't really tell for sure who's going to be quickest there. Um, but it will come down to the drivers that get it right quickest, that adapt more quickly, the teams that get their setups right, which is what we saw again in the last race. It's a brand new circuit here in Jeddah, and they all had to adapt quickly to that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been a full-on test this year, like an absolutely massive challenge. So many races, so many different circuits. Uh, the two drivers going at it all the way through. Whoever wins the championship will fully deserve it. But but Abu Dhabi will be a, a great lo- location for it. It's, it's all floodlit. It's around a marina. Um, yeah, it'll be pretty spectacular to watch. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a little insight as well. So I ended up going to the Formula One. I was with Owen Morgan, the English cricket captain. I was with him and a couple of the other English boys. And then afterwards, we ended up going to one of the yachts down down the marina there. And Craig David was singing on the yacht. They had a couple of quiet beers, listened to Craig David, and then found my way home. But when I say I didn't watch a car, I didn't watch a car, because they go so blooming quick, don't they? Like, live, they're so fast. And for and when you're sitting there sort of saying that um, the Verstappen is, is an aggressive driver, like, we're talking life or death here, aren't we? If he's, like, there's, there's one thing being aggressive in other sports, but to be aggressive as a driver in, in Formula One, he, he's got to be slightly bonkers, doesn't he? <laughs> they all have to be to be fair like that yeah they're racing at 200 mile an hour and they're inches apart at times and when they do come together it's it's pretty damn big um and yeah like you say especially when you're trackside like a car coming past you at 200 mile an hour it's just basically a blur you hear it coming and if, if you don't have a long view of it you're just going to just see this thing flash by and that's it so when they're doing that wheel to wheel it shows how careful they have to be with each other how much respect they have to have but also just how fine the limits would be if one driver just pushes a little bit harder brakes a bit later leaves a little bit less space we're talking tiny tiny margins but 
the the impact of it going wrong is so big that that's why it annoys certain drivers if they feel someone's being too aggressive. So um, to be fair, most of the time, Verstappen has kept it within the rules on the clean enough side and kind of left it up to the other driver to make a decision about whether they crash or not. And that's what some of the great champions have always done. Uh, Hamilton has not needed to do that for a long time and has up to now, for most of this year, kind of yielded when he needed to and just said, right, I'll live to fight another day. I'll get you later. I'll put you in a position where you can't do that to me. Uh, but they, they're going to come down to this final race and there is no next race after this one. You know, you can't kind of say, mm. I will live to fight another day. You've got to get it done this weekend. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely so intense. And um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it all comes to blows at some point. Well, nice. I can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch them go to battle. I'll have to watch the replay, though, because I'll be probably a little bit slow. But, um, mate, quickly before we let you go, Liam Lawson. I don't know if you know a young Kiwi driver. Liam Lawson racing in the F2. Um, you potentially, if you've heard of him, you think he's got a chance to maybe push forwards towards the, uh, F1 maybe one day? Give us a big up for our young champion driver here in New Zealand. No, absolutely. I know Liam pretty well, actually. I've done some work with uh, Formula 2. I host some of their press conferences and stuff. And um, yeah, he's, he was very impressive in F3 and then stepping up to F2 as a rookie. He had a really, really strong start. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think Liam's got uh, plenty of talent and he seems to be well, uh, well liked by the Red Bull Academy. So I think there's every chance mm. that if he can pull out a good season next year, next year's his crucial one. He needs to probably win the Formula 2 championship next year or at least put himself right in the fight. And if he can do that, uh, then there could be openings at the team that the junior team that Red Bull have in F1 uh, the year after that. So it's still in his hands and he's definitely in a good place for it. And yeah, I've seen plenty of good talent from Liam. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him getting a chance in F1 car at some stage. So, uh, and I'm not just saying that because yeah. I'm on New Zealand radio. Don't you worry. That's, that's a legit <laughs> Oh, we love you, Lauren. Honestly, mate. Thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> we hopefully we can see. Liam Lawson, and if he's in the F1, mate, well, I'll be calling you every single week, Chris. You'll be a part of our show. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling us and, and being a part of the show, mate. Really appreciate it. Maybe we'll have a wee chat to you next week and see you the outcome. Who is the champion of the Formula One? Thanks very much, bud. Sounds good. Cheers, Cheers guys. Derby. Will do. I'll try and watch some cars. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try and watch some cars, Bears, eh? You, mate, you're asking questions who's been, been on a me. super yacht. You've been on a super yacht with Craig David. Craig David, this is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start singing his songs now. <laughs> Did you ever try and get the Craig David, um, you know, a little, little chiseled uh, facial hair? You know the one? Might have to no. get one going for the weekend, I reckon. Yeah, good. You grow you wonderful Tuesday. We can make a rally on a Wednesday, <laughs> on a Thursday and Friday and Saturday. You do Take it on us to Sunday. a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of me and Craig David. Bears has been on a super yacht with Craig David. What a show, buddy. Love it, Bears. You'll love it. Great to chat to Chris Midland, talking F1. Well, we'll be back shortly. I'm just trying to find my spot. Anyway, you're listening to Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.